Welcome to the next episode of The Noise News. In this episode, we talk about the 50th International Congress and Exposition on Noise Control, InterNoise 2021. This podcast was recorded in December, and at the time, the hope was InterNoise 2021 would be a hybrid conference. However, in recent days, the decision has been made to hold InterNoise 2021 as a virtual online conference. An extra day has also been added to the program as the dates are now the 1st through the 5th of August 2021. While this podcast includes details of the hybrid format, the panel also discussed a lot of other interesting things that are still relevant, so we felt that it was a good idea to release it in its current format. For more up-to-date information on the conference, please visit Internoise 2021's website and noisenewsinternational.net. So welcome to the to the noise news. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing Internoise 21, which will mark the 50th International Congress and Exposition on Noise Control Engineering. So today I'm joined by Raj Singh, who's Congress President, Davi Ackerman, Congress Co-President, uh, Patricia Davies, who's Chair of the 50th Congress Events Committee, among, uh, among many other roles, and Tyler Dare, who's Technical Program Chair for the conference. Uh, thank you all very much for joining us. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Let's jump straight into it. Uh, so this year, Internoise, this year, it's going to be a combined live and online event. Can you tell us a little bit more about the plans for that, Raj? Okay, so we are calling it as a hybrid event. Applying it would be some combination of online, virtual, uh, as well as live, in-person. Uh, we are hoping uh, that uh, the live in-person events uh, will go through. We will have enough progress made in removing the travel restrictions and quarantine and so on. Uh, but for those uh, people, especially from foreign countries who cannot come to the United States, it would be held in the virtual. Would it be a case, will there be like a camera in, in, every, in every room? Uh, uh, no. Uh, we will try to do it this way that certain events would be virtual only, other events would be uh, live only, and some events like the plenary and keynotes and so on, we'll try to do them in the virtual mode so they can be taped and can be viewed by everyone. Right, right, right. So logistics are going to be rather difficult at this point, um, not uh, trying to undermine any of that so we will try to give uh, each attendee a slightly different experience probably will not be uniform experience but that's the nature of a hybrid congress yeah yeah no that's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting whatever way it works out i think tyler can you tell us anything about the technical program and, and the scope of like the the keynote lectures or speakers that you have lined up Sure. Yeah, we've got uh, we got an exciting uh, technical program planned. Um, the we're really trying for the technical program to be in keeping with the theme of the Congress. So, the theme of the Congress is uh, the next fifty years of noise control. And there's so there was a little bit of a a discussion back when we were selecting a theme. As you mentioned, this is the the fiftieth InterNoise Congress, and from the technical program perspective, there's a little bit of a risk that we're going to be kind of reminiscing about the past too much and not not thinking about the, the future. So we chose the theme to sort of counteract that tendency. So the theme, as I mentioned, is the next 50 years of noise control. So we're encouraging the 
keynote presenters to keep that in mind as they prepare their talks. For example, one of our uh, featured speakers is going to be Jian Kang from University College London. And his, his topic is about soundscapes. And the title would be um, Soundscapes, Progress in the Past 50 Years and Challenges in the Next 50 Years. So we're hoping that Professor Kang will give us a nice overview of how his field has changed and improved over the past 50 years, but also maybe get a little speculative about how things might change in, in the next 50 years. And I can't, I can't reveal all the, the keynote speakers we've got lined up, but we've got some great kind of forward-looking topics like um, computational acoustics and the future of various kinds of transportation noise and um, machine learning. And we're actually on the machine learning topic. We're hoping to have someone from a, a major video conferencing platform discuss some of the background noise canceling technology and that we've all had like a lot of experience with lately. Oh, wow. That, that, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. That, that, that would be kind of unique, would it, for, a, for a, an internoise conference? Yeah. So, I mean... Historically, a lot of these conferences we have um, we have some folks from academia kind of talking about their their particular subspecialty. But it's good the few times we've had folks from industry talk about what's going on at the cutting edge. It's been it's been very enlightening uh, as long as the folks from industry sort of have the permission from their company to to talk openly about the technology. So that's that's been a, a major discussion point with. Uh, various presenters that we really want we want to get into the the nuts and bolts of of what the what the technology is and it just seems like a good it's in keeping with the theme of the congress to be talking about kind of future technology and how machine learning is is involved but it's also very timely because we've all been spending way too much time on uh, with video conferencing lately yeah 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 for sure so uh, let me interject here for a moment. Uh, so what we are trying to do is have a fairly balanced program and have speakers from academia, consulting companies, uh, industry, as well as what I call the corporate world. And as Tyler has mentioned, many of the technologies which are being used in other arenas are equally applicable to noise and vibration control uh, uh, industry, for instance, uh, the role of quantum computing is going to be affecting all of us, and we are hoping we can get someone uh, as part of our uh, keynote speeches as well as papers where we can enlighten everyone. So in a way, uh, to sum it up, last 50, uh, next 50, it's a century of noise control. Will wow. Be. Yeah, the next 50 years, that that's going to be... That's going to be interesting, um, but I guess to mark the, the the occasion of the 50th Congress itself, um, Patricia, can you uh, outline any any special activities that that's going to happen? Uh, I think um, uh, this has been a little bit in flux because of the COVID nineteen and the form of the con Congress, but we're converging now. Uh, as Tyler pointed out, uh, there's a strong theme throughout the keynotes, and I hope in the sessions as well, uh, we're encouraging authors to look forward um, as well as reflect on 
what, what has happened. So I think one of the things is to integrate throughout the conference this whole business about where is this field going and what have we learned over the last uh, 50 years. But with this focus on with all the changes in te technology, how does that make us better noise control engineers? Um, I've also got quite a lot of um, photographs and uh, George Mailing uh, sent me uh, quite a bit of material. Uh, some of the stuff from Bill Lang, uh, George and Bill being both there, of course, at the start of the uh, uh, Institute of Noise Control Engineering and uh, heavily involved in international ins throughout. So I've got a lot of interesting photographs and interesting materials and uh, I'll pull those two uh, together uh, as well, which is a little bit of a looking back, but I think a lot of people who attend uh, like to see the people and uh, remember uh, what a great time they've had at um, Internoise conferences. Uh, it's always a pleasure to go to an Internoise uh, Congress and meet old friends from all over the world. And I think some of that, a little bit of that looking back stuff just brings uh, some warmth to, to that. So we're still working out the technical program, but I think uh, one thing will be, would be nice uh, to do would be at each of uh, a start of each session or a group of sessions would be to have some reflections uh, and some looking forward uh, moments in each of those. But as I say, there won't clearly be a big banquet or anything like that, because I think uh, that's going to be difficult with the form of the conference. But there certainly will be a lot of things that will remind everybody that this is uh, uh, has been a great uh, 50 years and we're looking forward to the next 50 years. Yeah, but I, I guess the, the fact that it is a hybrid conference kind of lends itself towards that theme of the next 50 years, because you yeah. imagine that in, in the future, these conferences will be hybrid, probably. Yes. And, so. you know, there's, uh, I've been to a, quite a few hybrid conferences, <laughs> not hy hybrid conferences, but uh, e-conferences this year. And actually, there are some things that actually work really well. Uh, yeah. So you're right, wrapping our heads around a how we can do the things we love about an on-site conference and also uh, de develop good experiences or create good uh, forum for good experiences online. Uh, yeah, that's a real uh, challenge, but you're right. Yeah. That's, I mean, we lose all this uh, these travel costs, right? So it's going to be very attractive to maintain uh, an e-conference uh, format to people in the future i know that that in uh at internoise there's going to be a special one day uh, pan-american symposium uh davi can you uh explain what what's going to happen here yes uh we are planning to have uh, it in brazil and broadcast it to everywhere uh, a half day symposium to to be held probably on a sunday morning first of all was that to, to avoid any conflict with the main agenda of the internoise. Uh, the aim of this event is to host uh, as many Latin American countries as possible to discuss two main topics. One related to environmental noise management, which is uh, thinking on planning quieter cities in developing countries. 
And second, acoustic comfort in buildings uh, uh, be a review of international reality for standardization of performance parameters. So, so will that be a that will be a gathering in in Brazil that will be broadcast to Washington? Uh, yeah, it will broadcast it to to the whole world. Yeah, uh, as as it's uh, our society pro acoustica uh, is is coincidentally it's uh, it's tenth anniversary of pro acoustica, and we show have a meeting. Uh, hopefully in person and broadcast this meeting. Part of this meeting will be this symposium. Right, right. That's, that, that sounds great. It's really, it, it, it like, you know, looking towards the future, this, this could be the future conferences altogether. So uh, I think, yeah, it is um, appropriate that this is all coming together under the, the Internoise 21 banner. One thing that I know has been very valuable to me in my own career uh, in the past has been the involvement of students and young professionals at, at these conferences. Raj or Patricia, can you uh, can you tell us about any um, activities or grants or awards or workshops or what kind of activities are, are going to be uh, in place for, for students? Okay, uh, let me start here and then Patricia can fill in some of the details. Uh, so INS decided about a decade back uh, we need to reach out to young people and that not only involves uh, students but also young professionals and somehow have programs so that they can be motivated to attend internoise congresses, uh, publish papers and become future leaders. And so in that context we started a young professionals grant in INS I was involved in the uh, early years and Patricia has taken over more recently. We generally give out 20 grants. Uh, Patricia will fill in more details. This year for Internoise 2021, we also have 10 grants, special grants for young professionals from Latin America. This is embedded as part of our Congress uh, budget. And finally, there would be a number of uh, programs from INS USA for students, uh, or mostly students in uh, US as well as Canada. Uh, so one thing I have to also say that as part of our theme, next 50 years, it's a sort of an implicit invitation to young people to be involved and tell them there's future in this uh, business. And we are trying to encourage uh, younger people uh, to embrace the latest technology and apply it to our profession and help solve some of the problems in the world, including reducing noise, creating better products, having quieter products, having better environment, and so on and so forth. So our young professionals program and student programs are perhaps uh, in 2021 would be one of the best as far as I can see amongst all the conferences that I attend. Uh, Patricia, please. Uh, yes, so um, oh, when I took over from Raj uh, doing this uh, uh, Vice President for Technical Activities, one thing that uh, they had thought about uh, 
was uh, a practice of noise control engineering school that would take place uh, on the Sunday before the uh, Congress starts. And so I had the pleasure of actually organizing. The, we've had three now. The, the first one was held in Chicago. Uh, it involves uh, four one-hour sessions and uh, practicing uh, noise control engineers uh, in industry and also uh, some who, from academia who have done a lot of work with industry, uh, talking about their experiences, their career, uh, challenges that they faced and projects they've worked on. Um, and uh, we try to include people from across the world, uh, reflecting the sort of international uh, base of uh, uh, this conference. Um, the one in Seoul was actually virtual, and I think the one this time will be virtual. Uh, so what we did to make it feel normal uh, is to schedule the school at the same time as it had been scheduled in the past, but we would do it in three time zones. So that involved uh, me and Taha Sen, who uh, helps me organize these things, uh, being up at three in the morning for one of those uh, and uh, doing them multiple times. But it was great because the students could attend all uh, three if they wanted to, and many actually did. So uh, there was this great feeling of community uh, when we ran the school um, for the Seoul conference uh, as well. So we're hoping to recreate uh, some of that. We've already got some speakers lined up and I think that's been a great uh, thing for young people to get involved in INS, but also see some of the people who are um, very well known in the field of noise control engineering. And so give them a place where they can feel at home and part of a community. So I think that's important. We also run um, a, a workshop that's like one to two hours where we focus in on uh, more, what I call, we might call softer skills, but sometimes they're harder skills, but things like, um, you know, how to make a presentation, what's expected when you write papers, how can I prepare myself to, uh, you know, get a job, you know, how can I make sure I make a good start uh, when I uh, start a new company and things like that. So there's more uh, softer skills. We do that. And that's usually on a Monday. And we follow that up with uh, presenting the certificates and the awards for the travel, travel grants that Raj was talking about. We sometimes, when we've had them on site, also done things like have a student breakfast as well. Um, and uh, we'll see how those kinds of things will work out with this hybrid format. Right, right. Cool. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah, excuse me. Just to complement what Raj said, we also in Latin America, we are offering 50% discount on the internoise participation fee exclusively for people who is working or studying in Latin American countries. Great. That sounds, that sounds very good. Uh, where would people learn more about that? Uh, uh, I think uh, we will publicize it as we go along through ProAcoustic and others. Uh, we will also have as, this as part of the registration matrix. Exact format, we have not decided how to do it. So. Okay, okay. So that's, that sounds like a great, uh, a great initiative. Yeah. Uh, so I want to peek behind the curtains a little bit on, on the organization of a, a conference like this, of this size. I know that there's a, a, a whole lot of work that goes into it. 
Uh, Raj, can you tell us a little bit about the organization? Like, when, when did you start working on this? First of all, uh, the first internoise I attended uh, was in 1978 in San Francisco. So I have attended many of these and I've gone through several generations, obviously, of uh, leaders and presenters and so on. Uh, I had also organized uh, 2002 Internoise in Dearborn. And actually in that Congress, uh, we had significant difficulty and part of the reason was that uh, 9-11 in 2001 had more or less uh, implied no international travel and so on. That's when our abstracts were due. So we had tremendous problems uh, in, uh, in convincing people they need to be coming to United States to participate. Obviously, we didn't have any virtual programs that time, but I think things cleared up in 2002 and we were we had a very successful Congress. Uh, so that's a sort of a uh, the little bit of history here. I was asked to take over as the president uh, in pre-COVID era. I guess I didn't have the crystal ball. Uh, yeah. And I accepted. If I if I had known, 2020 would be all you know, uh, COVID uh, sort of a uh, you know driven. Uh, I might have thought about it you uh, know uh, in a, in a differently. Uh, so we uh, we have great organization, and we are meeting uh, now twice a week. Uh, right. So uh, we will probably start doing it uh, once a week. So many of the decisions we are making are on a collective basis. Uh, so we have people who are representing INS USA, Pro Acoustica, INS, as well as uh, the staff for INS USA. And we have many volunteers who, uh, who are willing to serve and willing to provide whatever uh, we need. So thus far, I've not met anyone who has said no to me. Right. <laughs> That's good. Uh, some people obviously have not you know, responded to their email, but we <laughs> had uh, tremendous success, for example, in getting uh, our international advisory committee, to, even though some of them said they cannot travel. Sorry. To, so we are, uh, we, we will gather more momentum as we go in January. Uh, so that's what the organization looks like at this point. Right. And and Tyler, as technical chair, I expect you've been very busy. <laughs> so how, how, how do you go about organizing sessions from uh, from all around the world? It is uh, it's it's quite a challenge. Uh, you know, the the field of noise control is is growing and the number of kind of subspecialties is really just exploding. I mean, we have kind of there's some evergreen topics that get presented, you know, make uh, slow improvements over the years. And we always see the latest research in tire pavement noise and noise mapping and mufflers and silencers and acoustic materials. And there's a lot of things that, that the subfield has existed for a long time, but there's just all kinds of new stuff that people are 
interested in. And we've been, you know, because of the theme of the Congress and the next 50 years of noise control, we've been trying to amplify those sessions. Um, so a lot of uh, interest in artificial intelligence and, and big data and how that is going to change the field and even new new sources of noise like um, unmanned aerial vehicles and and even we've got folks um, interested in panel discussions on how COVID-19 has affected the noise control community. I mean, there's a huge, um, a huge number of sessions and whole areas that just didn't exist before. So it, it takes a whole lot of people and, and it's certainly, it's certainly not just me that the um, Raj and Patricia and Davey have been extremely helpful and we also have Stuart Bolton and Giulio Cordioli and David Heron involved in the on the in the, as part of the technical uh, program committee. And then what maybe folks don't realize that when they start getting emails from, you know, who's this person telling me I need to submit my abstract? There's a whole hierarchy that goes into planning the the technical program. So we've got 20 different broad areas. So ranging from active noise control, uh, industrial noise, building acoustics, kind of um, fairly broad areas. There's 30 or so area organizers that are in charge of making sure we get an uh, appropriate number of sessions lined up. And those people are from all over the world. Not The majority are not from the U.S. Um, so people from, from South America, from Europe, from Japan and China. And then We've got over, you know, currently nine months out from the from the Congress, we have over 100 session organizers that are working hard to recruit people, get people excited about the Congress. And really, people are excited to help to make their part to make the conference better. So I had some uh, folks from the from that do transportation noise research were talking about hey, let's get together and we'll plan a special session uh, talking about some natural experiments that have happened due to COVID-19. So tra travel volumes have gone way down. And so maybe there's some interesting data out there of how much quieter is this airport with half as many planes landing? How much quieter is this highway with half as many cars on the road? So people just get excited about a topic and they kind of take it and run with it. And a lot of my job is to facilitate that and stay out of their way. <laughs> sounds good. Good, good. Yeah, that's that all sounds uh, sounds pretty uh, exciting. Uh, I, I think we're nearly out of time. So before we leave, on the occasion of the, the 50th Congress, I, I was going to ask each of you to share maybe a, a highlight or a standout moment from, from some conferences that you've been to in the past. Raj, can I start with you? Can you uh, share any highlights from uh, previous conferences? Yeah, sure. I will highlight uh, two items, one on a serious note, one on a lighter note. Okay, so on a lighter note first. <laughs> uh, we had a very interesting Congress uh, in 1988 in France, Avignon. There was a banquet Tuesday night where all of us were bused to the Mediterranean. We saw the bullfight. Then there was a kind of a dinner and dance in a old-fashioned barn. People enjoyed it so much. We did not leave this place till about 3 or 4 a.m. 
<laughs> by the time the buses arrived back in the in the venue it was already 7:30 a.m. so we dropped some of the authors who had papers 8 a.m. <laughs> at the at this palace where the congress was held and rest of us headed to our hotels <laughs> so the morning sessions were complete washout but no, no one complained okay uh, uh, so that's uh, the start of a lighter side on a uh, on a more serious note uh, as i had mentioned before 2002 uh, when we held the congress uh, people were afraid to travel because of 911 and so we decided to focus more on uh, uh, many of the uh, you know the themes that will go well with the domestic audience and since we were in Dearborn or in the heart of Detroit uh, many of our sessions were targeted towards automotive industry corporate America participated enthusiastically. So we had a great Congress in spite of all the, the pessimism and, and reservations and so on. One of the few Congresses where accompanying persons did not arrive, would not even register, okay? Mm. Uh, but finally, some of the spouses did come. We had great plans to you know, travel to Canada, to Windsor, and, and we were not allowed to do it. So those are the two items I always remember with Internoise. Right. Um, Davi, what about you? Any any highlights you want to share? Yeah, sure. To me, well, it was a memorable experience at uh, Internoise 2005 in Rio de Janeiro. And when I met again my colleague, Patricia Davis, after 25 years of, after the master's degree in Southampton, England, it was so nice to, 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 to see, to meet her again. And then after that, I realized the importance of the international meetings to reconnect with friends and be updated in the field of acoustics. Yeah, I think that that's, that's, that's the best thing about these conferences, isn't it? Bringing everybody sure. together. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Patricia. Yes. I, um, I was glad uh, Davey mentioned uh, that it, I think seeing old friends uh, and, you know, uh, making new friends at these conferences is a really uh, important thing. And I sort of have this uh, sense of belonging to a community. So that's important. On uh, a lighter note, uh, I have this uh, two, these two memories of um, the Liverpool and the Prague conference. The Liverpool uh, Internoise was in 1996 and the Prague one was in uh, 2004. And both of them uh, were uh, at the same time as the Olympics. So I have these uh, happy memories of uh, the conference hotel in Prague was uh, this very splendid place, uh, sitting in the bar, drinking cocktails, looking at the Olympics. Uh, it, and the broadcast was in a completely foreign uh, language, but a group, you know, group of us looking at the weightlifting competition and everything <laughs> cheering and um, magical. And uh, the 1996 Olympics, I remember watching uh, Michael uh, Johnson uh, win his gold medal, and the Adelphi Hotel, uh, where the conference uh, was held, was this uh, slightly. Um, 
shabby at the edges place, splendid old hotel. And Bernard Berry did a great job uh, organizing that with a very splendid reception uh, banquet um, at the town hall. And then there's all of those moments in the opening ceremonies. I think the most recent, uh, some of the, one of the more recent ones in Hong Kong, the opening ceremony with the dancing was absolutely splendid. And you have these sort of flashes of these uh, cultural things from lots of different internoises uh, that uh, bring a smile to my face. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. And uh, and Tyler, we'll, we'll, we'll finish with you. I. So I probably haven't been to quite as many inner noises as some of the people on the on the podcast today. But uh, one of one of my memories is from the Congress in Ottawa in in two thousand nine, and at the time I was at Purdue, uh, a grad student at Purdue, and we took a van full of twelve or fifteen graduate students, and and it's a twelve or thirteen hour drive from from West Lafayette, Indiana, to Ottawa. For, for some reason, we decided to dro- drive all night. It was it was honestly pretty horrible, but but there's there's kind of a sense of camaraderie among all the students at at Purdue, and then you know you get to meet other students from other universities around the world, and that sort of sense that maybe maybe acoustics and noise control isn't such a small field after all. There's a lot of students and people working at at universities in particular that they don't they don't see a whole lot of other people in in these fields or particularly in their in their subfield so it's most of my memories are are uh with meeting someone that oh you're doing very very similar work to me that's that's really cool and then there's just there's just something about sitting and like watching a presentation from someone that's not quite in the same subfield as as yours that well, for me, it kind of sets my mind wandering and not that I'm not paying attention to their talk, but you end up having really good ideas at these at these conferences and something like, oh, I should I should try that on my data or why doesn't why doesn't this person have the same problem as me or even something as simple as, oh, that's a that's a term that I didn't know existed. I better go. I better go Google what blind source separation means or I better go Google what compressed sensing means, because maybe it could help me with my work. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's 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 really true. And I, I often tell my students the things that I'm most proud of in in my work. It's it's always with somebody, and chances are I've met that person at a, at a conference. Absolutely, you know, I've seen their talk or something. Yeah. So I think uh, I think we're just about out of time. So um, thanks very much for taking the time to join us here today. Um, is there anything that we've missed? Is there anything that that our listeners need to know about Internoise? Uh, yeah, I think the uh, as the uh, as evident from some of the comments, uh, it's clear that noise control can be fun. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's not only a profession, but also it's a community. And all of us enjoy, you know, meeting each other and present, not only presenting, but interacting. And we are trying to create that in 2021, optimism towards future, but also the great networking opportunities for all. Great stuff, yeah. That's a great. I think that's a great note to finish on. Unless there's uh, any other any other comments. Uh, actually, the abstract deadline uh, <laughs> is in uh, mid uh, mid February. Yes, so that, I guess that is important. <laughs> yeah. February February fifteenth. Get your abstract in, and hopefully we'll see you all in Washington. 
uh, in August. All right, I think we'll uh, leave it there. So thanks very much for, for joining us today and um, stay tuned for, for more information. The conference website is uh, internoise.org or internoise2021.org uh, for any more information. And of course, for any updates on internoise, you can feel free to check out Noise News International as well. Thanks for tuning in today. Please be sure to be on the lookout for NNI on noisenewsinternational.net and stay tuned for the next podcast. In the meantime, don't be afraid to get in touch on Twitter or Facebook at NNI Editor.